Hello, I'm Sean McCangus and this is episode 24 of the Highland League Podcast Season 2. In today's episode, I'll be speaking to Chris from the Lonely Podcast called The Official Catch-Up. He'll be talking about how the, the podcast came about, his thoughts on the old firm Colts being in the league, and the full lowdown on the Lowland League. Hope you enjoy this interview. Well, they were the Lone League um, were sort of looking for sort of social media people at, at the time. It was Michael Park who was the social media manager for the league. He's um, obviously the the guy that does the sort of social media for for well previously Broom, uh, previously uh, BSC Glasgow, but now now Broomhill. So I had spoken to Derek, or people might know him as Moza, uh, on YouTube. Uh, we were basically discussing sort of Scottish football, and that's kind of the was kind of almost like an early version of the uh, of the catch up. I kind of had this idea because because um, uh, Derek was working with uh, BX Glasgow at the time, you know, and we had already sort of chatted. And and what Michael was looking for was kind of like a basically a writer uh, to get sort of content for the website. Uh, and I sort of got to the came to the idea. I was like, well, I think if um, you know Derek wants to be involved, we could potentially do a podcast here and then. You know, we've kind of been doing it ever since for about I think, three and a half years. We've been doing it now, so yeah. So, so how how did your interest in the Lone League come about? It really started with um, Kelly Hearts, because um, obviously I'm I'm from Fife. So when Kelly Hearts got promoted from the East of Scotland to the Lone League, I think that's what sort of peaked peaked my interest basically. And I was like, you know, um, Fife team in the league. I had been kind of following the you know the Fife junior scene. Uh, previously, when I was kind of like younger and a, a teenager, I guess with, with Kelly Hearts and Hillaby Forfront and teams like that. So, um, yeah, it was it was mainly down to Kelly Hearts getting promoted to the Lone League, uh, and the sort of East Juniors jumping to the to the East of Scotland that, that sort of got me rolling uh, and and got me interested in the Lone League. Um, this season, what 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 do you make of um the league? I think I think Bonnie Rigar it's theirs to lose basically. I think they're they're, they're possibly too strong to to for any other team to sort of catch up if you will uh, they've obviously got a good team they've, they've kind of been in that that sort of spot before where where um, they're, they're sort of chasing a league title or certainly contenders um, yeah I honestly think it's theirs to lose now and I don't think they're they're uh, they're, they're going to lose it so yeah I think they're probably the, the out and out favourites now I mean there's certain teams at the beginning of the season that I thought would probably do a wee bit better obviously East Kilbride were were uh, were the favourite in many people's eyes, and they've kind of been probably a wee bit disappointing. They're, they've kind of picked up now, but they're probably too far away from Bonnie Rig to, to to catch up. Um. So how 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 would you compare Bonnie Rig in terms of the the Kelty Hearts team? It's uh it's a difficult one because I think the Kelty Hearts team that was <clears throat> excuse me the Kelty Hearts team that was in the the Lone League was probably you know kind of head to head with Bonnie Rig. Um. I think the main difference is probably certain individuals, guys like Nathan Austin and uh, Dylan Easton, who they had back then. I can see Bonnie Rigg and potentially other teams from from non-league going on and potentially competing. I think the you know the the clear thing that, that people might might not realise is obviously the you know Kelly have a lot of money behind them. Yeah. Um, whereas I don't think other teams have the same backing. I mean, if you look at the you know the 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 team they had in non-league. Obviously, it was really good. It was probably you know players playing playing uh, lower level than 
they really should. And they've, you know, they've they've completely changed the uh, the team again to compete in the league two. And now they've got guys like you know Jamie Baronis and, and and guys like that 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 have came in and and you know I think they're they're possibly going to you know get to League One and you know potentially the Championship. But I think they have a, a massive financial back in that you know that other teams probably don't have. Um, I do believe Bonnie Rig. You know, getting into the SPFL, Bonnie Rig might have a wee bit more money in terms of the league, and they probably will revamp their squad. But in terms of running away with League Two, um, it's a it's a tricky one to call, really. Um, obviously, there was a chance of breaking possibly jo- um, join the lower league. Obviously, the the board um, turned them down. What 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 do you make of all all of that? I um, you know, it probably comes into to other things where we're go- we're going to be talking about, but. Certainly, um, I'm against it. Uh, you know, the SFA drew these lines um, for a reason, and I think they should be sort of, get, I guess, uh, stuck to. I mean, I'm not 100% sure if people are aware now, but the, the line uh, no longer exists. So whether potentially we could have Ken Beef in the Highland League or Elgin City in mm. the Lone League, um, that, that troubles me um, because I, I don't believe there should be a sort of pick and choose for League Two teams which league they should play in. Uh, I think regional kind of suits everyone in terms of, you know, finance, um, finance especially for a non-league club. But yeah, um, I'm a, a wee bit disappointed in the, that no one's really came out and said that the, the 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 line's gone now because you know that's probably a story at the end of the season. If, um, for example, Elgin City want to want to <laughs> want to go in the loan league, for example, if it, it is them. But um, yeah, no one's no, no one's really said anything. But um, you know, certainly I think. The, the Lone League teams had, you know, rejected uh, the boundary change and obviously the SFA got their way in terms of trying to um, trying to get rid of it and obviously they, they have as far as I'm aware, but again, no one's publicly has, uh, came out and said anything. So um, a potential story for you yeah. <laughs> in the future. M- moving on to like the whole Col- Colts teams um, situation, what what what's your kind of view on them? Um, my my point of view, I, I don't really agree with. I think um, initially, um, I know people kind of have this perception of us that we kind of know what's going on. We had absolutely no idea yeah. uh, about the the Colts proposal. It was kept quite uh, quiet from you know like said George Fraser, who was the the chairperson of the only at the time. I. I think there's a, a wee bit of a perception that we were kind of all for it, which um, isn't necessarily uh, true. I think we were... The problem I think we had was that we kind of saw potential positives um, and people took that as that we wanted them in the league. Yeah. Um, and the positives that were basically... Or the promises, if you want to put, uh, want to call them that, they, they, they've obviously, in hindsight, haven't come to fruition in terms of, like, you know, a TV deal, um, mm. you know, sponsorship and all this sort of stuff. Yeah. Um, so overall, it's probably, uh, in hindsight, a, you know, negative. You know, you know, given the fact that, um, you know, I think the the league had built up a really good, you know, credible, um, you know, credibility basically with with some football fans, and I think a lot of that was lost when uh, the Colts were were added to the league. But having said that, um, I think most of the criticism came from um, fans of the SPFL, uh, not necessarily fans of the level because of their, I guess, uh, dislike for, for Rangers and Celtic. I think that had a lot to do with it. I mean, there, there's been Colts teams in, um, 
you know, in, in non-league before. I think Hibs obviously had, you know, a Colts team. Kind of had a Colts team oh, in the yeah. of east of Scotland. There are uh, reserve sides in, you know, the south of Scotland and east of Scotland right now. So, but I think a lot of the the issues came from from the SPFL fans that had obviously a dislike for Rangers and Celtic, and obviously there was a wee bit of, um, I guess, animosity from the east of Scotland and the the west of Scotland, south of Scotland that felt that they were kind of jumping ahead of them, mm. uh, which. For a season, you know, um, because that's all it's going to be as far as I'm aware this season and then they're, they're back out of the league. I think, does it really affect any, any of them? Um, not in my opinion, but I could see why why some, some people were, were angry, I guess. Hmm. I think it's one of those things, I mean, at, at the time I remember them trying to argue it, there would be more fans at Colts games, but I mean... I mean, I remember the times that Highland League teams have played Colts teams, and no one really turns up to them, because um, there's not as much interest as people think. I mean, depending if if you have, you know, if Celtic and Rangers had players who were, you know, rising stars or your next, like your Dembele's or you know stuff like that. In fairness to the attendances, I I, I saw a tweet the other day making the argument, obviously that, you know. Um, oh yeah, every Colts game is going to be a sellout sort of thing and they chose the game at the weekend, Rangers versus Spartans and I don't, I think the attendance was quite low mm. but it was the first game where the senior team was obviously playing at the, the same time. Yeah. I think in fairness to the Colts sides, they have been averaging over about 400 fans uh, home and away and for comparing that to some non-league teams, that's actually pretty decent. Yeah. Um, just to defend them on that point, I'm obviously I'm not wanting to, to say every game has been a sellout but yeah. certainly I think there has been um, an interest there where I think people are trying to, to say there wasn't but I think there is uh, in fairness and it's, it's proven in the the heightened attendances this season for the Lone League In the league who who do you think are the kind of standout players that people should be watching out for that possibly could you know play at a higher level or I, I think it's hard to, to judge um, because there's, there's young players I think that potentially could play at a higher level and then uh, obviously, just might have their the you know their links here and, and potentially stay here. But I think one of the standouts and one of the signings of the season was uh, Reese Armstrong at uh, Caledonian Braves. Uh, he had a sort of sort of pro youth career. Um, he's came to the Braves. I didn't really know much about him, which is um, a wee bit surprising for me. I usually tend to <laughs> sort of keep track of the the players coming down and up and and whatnot. But yeah, he's certainly been a standout. He's he's kind of you know really. Sort of a playmaker type. He's good at set place, uh, set pieces. He's um, getting amongst the goals. He's been a, a real standout for for other team, uh, for other players. I think there's probably you know a good few. I think Bradley Barrett, at, uh, Bonnie Rose is kind of you know a sort of up up and coming sort of player. He's he's been doing really well at Bonnie Rig. He's not he's not really sort of been in amongst the goals as as much as I thought he would. But you know he's playing on the wing and he's playing in a a team that kind of gets goals from from everywhere, so it's it's kind of hard to stand out. But Bradley Barrett, certainly a Bonnie Rig Rose, I think could be potentially one. Potentially, obviously, could be playing in the SPFL with Bonnie Rig if they they get promoted, obviously. But um, other than that, I guess uh, I think um, not so much a, a guy that's that's going to go up, but um, potentially one that's you know uh, that's, that's been there and done that. But Sean Winter, um, yeah. who was at East Kilbride previously, he's been. Uh, pretty much a talisman for Cumbernauld Colts. Uh, it didn't really end well in terms of what happened with Scott Bride, but he's he's came back into the league and, and shown that he's you know he's basically still got it. Um, and 
Colts have have kind of struggled this season, and I think he's probably been the the one bright spark. Uh, and fair play to him, he's 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 got on in years. I don't know how many more years he's going to be playing in the Lowland League, but um, yeah, certainly had a, a decent season so far. Yeah. Um. So so what what have you made like? Obviously, you've got the likes of like Caledonian Braves and and various different clubs kind of up 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 and coming. So how 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 do you think that helps in terms of developing the league and kind of attracting you know like younger you know younger fans i think there's a few clubs i actually think the majority of teams have went kind of with the younger players this season um if you look at for example civil service strollers um with, with, with gary jordan they're uh, i'm not 100 sure what their average age, age is but you know a lot of guys on loan from the likes of hibs uh, a lot of sort of former youth players um that were in the spfl they're doing fantastically well i think they're fourth in the league at the moment which um probably surprised um a few people i didn't think they would be that high but gary obviously uh uh you know he's won the, the lone league title t- uh, twice with him but i say obviously knows what he's doing so um i think developing them a lot of these guys will probably be looking to go back into the spfl and uh, not necessarily playing with, with civil service strollers so there's a wee bit of a a danger in that if they're doing well they're obviously probably getting scouted by some of the SPFL sides um, similar with Caledonian Braves they've got a, a, a younger squad this season um, and one one other club I probably would mention is uh, Stirling Uni yeah. I mean they've got a habit of um, of producing players that end up um, end up in the SPFL there's certainly a few guys in the, the last year at Uni that I think you know potentially could be playing for the likes of um, we've, we've seen the likes of players previously go to the likes of Montrose and, and Elgin City so it's interesting, but yeah, overall, um, I'm not sure about other leagues, but I think the, the average age of the lone leagues probably went down this season uh, due to the, the, the young players available. So has there been any, I mean, have you been managing to get to, to much games this this season? I've been to I've been to a, a couple. Um, I've not been, unfortunately, I've been kind of busy at the weekend, so I've not managed to, to see uh, as much football as I like. I think that potentially could change um in the new year but um i've been to the spartans a couple of times i've seen a lot of uh, caledonian braves because they do the they do the live streaming through the app mm-hmm. uh, which i'm a member of and then obviously broomhill also stream through uh through twitch which obviously Derek hosts so i've managed i've managed to see um some football uh thankfully uh from from the teams that are that are still obviously doing sort of live streams and whatnot what are the other teams who are like coming up or maybe through the the pyramid down there, or the current teams in, in league that you could see maybe uh, three, three four um, years ahead, um, possibly you know might in a t- title challenge. I uh, I think the with all due respect to the lone league sides, um, you're probably looking at some of the you're probably also looking at the you know the the west of Scotland sides and the east of Scotland sides as well. Yeah, certainly um, if Auckland like Talbot. Getting to the Lone League this season, I think they're probably, you know, straight, straight uh, challengers. You know, uh, would be the same with the likes of maybe Darvall or Pollock um, in East of Scotland. You're probably looking at uh, Trinent, who have a, a decent backing uh, financially as well as obviously fan based. Um, they could potentially be another Kelly. I don't think the Lone League is going to get um, any easier <laughs> over the next few years, especially with the, the introduction of the the West of Scotland from the. Old West Juniors uh, for the lone league teams that are already in. I mean, I would still sort of back the likes of Spartans, East Kilbride, Civil Service Strollers. I mean, um, 
you know, I've been really impressed with them this season. Obviously, Gary Jordan, as I mentioned, has been there and done it in terms of winning league titles. So I could potentially see them still sort of pushing towards the top in the in the next few seasons. Yeah. Um. So how how do you see? I mean, obviously, Bonnie Bonnie um Rigger kind of not running away with it, but it's basically their their title to to lose now. How how do you see them faring in in the playoff? Obviously, there's you're not really sure in terms of. Highland League winners because there's so many people, and then cow, cur- currently Cowden Beef are bottom of the league. So, how do you see them uh, matching up against whoever you know wins in the Highland League? I would, I'd probably back Bonnie Rig to to do well. Yeah. I mean, there's obviously Highland League teams that I I rate. I think Fraser Bra have got a, a, an excellent team this season. So, um, it really depends on. I think you've maybe got an advantage if you're at home um, in the second leg. For example, if, um, in the Lowland League and Highland League tie, I always feel like if you've got the home advantage uh, in the second leg, it can kind of work uh, work in your favour. Uh, work in your favour, obviously. And uh, obviously, travel comes into it. You have to sort of play on your day. Um, I'm not too fond of the, the sort of pyramid playoffs. I think if you're, for example, if Cowden Beef are, are bottom, they should just be relegated. And if you win the league, you should automatically be up. But I think that's a conversation for a for a, another day. But you know, um, I if it is Cowden Beef, um, who are my local team, believe it or not, <laughs> um, I don't fancy them. Uh, I think, in fairness to League Two, League Two has improved um, a lot this season. I think Brecon sitting, Brecon, uh, Brecon City getting relegated last season was maybe a bit of a, a boot up the the backside for a lot of teams. Yeah. Whereas I think some others like Cowden Beef have kind of stayed stagnant and potentially don't have a, a better team than they did last season. And I think. Um, I would worry if I was a Cowden Beef fan, but then again, you know I think Brecon City uh, last season in January I think they brought on a, a bunch of new players, so um, you know Cowden Beef potentially could do the same and, and save themselves. But at the moment, I would certainly fancy the Highland or Lone League team to beat um, to beat Cowden Beef. Yeah, and obviously, like League League Two has got a bit. I mean, certain teams have got stronger. The likes of Queens Park, obviously, in League League One now. Um, so it's kind of it's because for a while it was a bit um, so, but hopefully, hopefully one day they'll do automatic promotion. That would be decent. <laughs> Can't see that happening, but no, yeah, probably not. But not yeah, sure. we can, we can, uh, we can dream about that, obviously. But thanks for listening to this episode, and this was the final episode of season two of the Highland League podcast. Thanks to everyone for the support, and make sure to stay tuned for the next season. Hope you join me next time for another interesting interview.